Hello, and welcome to Farm Chatter. We're your hosts, Julia Miller and Donna Kuntz. This podcast follows the efforts of two women and their cats as we reinvent, rediscover, and create our modern homestead. We'll share our tips, tricks, successes, and fails. Keep coming back. It's going to get interesting. Hello and welcome to Farm Chatter, the official podcast of Five Feline Farm. As we record this on Sunday afternoon, the 15th of August, it's a beautiful, sunny day and a little cooler than it had been. Um, it's about 100 degrees cooler, I think, than what it was last week. Okay, maybe 15. It was brutal last it, week. It was, and uh, we were out in it. Every day. Which may not have been the smartest thing in the world to do, but we had things we wanted to get done. We did, and, um, you know, that's kind of the way we work around here. We uh, do things when we can, and we had one day, I think last week, that rained the entire day on Monday, I believe. Yes. And um, so we decided to go get some building materials that day. And I made soaps and balms and shampoo and all kinds of stuff. And you were working on a project. Um, So we tried to even take advantage of those rainy days. And um, we pretty much put in between 8 and 12 hours a day every day this time of the year. We do. And even though it was stinking hot... There was a good point in the garden. Like you said, we went and got building materials, and you had a space in the garden where you'd pulled out potatoes, maybe? Yeah, well, yeah, they were ready to be pulled out, and we'd had some green beans, and they were done for the season. And, um, yeah, it was really actually a pretty small space that we were actually growing food because most of it was crabgrass and junk and just stuff that wasn't good at all. So we are on a mission to improve yet again the garden area and make it um, really much easier for planting and harvest overall. Yes, and um, so in that space that had, I don't know, I think I think I harvested about 20 pounds of potatoes because there were only five or six plants at the most. Not much, it was a very small space, and a few bean plants, because it was in a row of beans, so it was just at the very end of that. And so we we harvested a lot off of those, or you you did most of that harvest. But, um, you know, so a couple weeks ago, I put down a tarp to kind of start killing down the weeds and the junk and all that, and we decided to just build over all of that and uh, create a really nice um, space to grow lots of food. So we have all kinds of food in it now. You absolutely have planted and taken advantage of that new space and new soil. And it is a process that we are transitioning the garden to this raised bed and I think a very visually pleasing um, arrangement. And I'm looking forward to the end result. But right now we have to just do it as crops are ready to come out for the season. Yeah, because most of what's in the garden right now is not ready to come out. 
but as they come out, um, you are building beds. I guess we did. I, you were I, helping. I, yes, I did help with that. Um, but then while you were finishing up the beds, I started loading soil in into them, and uh, we'd gotten this great price on soil. And we had a friend that that actually gave us five bags of soil, which that is so cool. And um, so as you were finishing up, I started loading them. And uh, the same day that we built beds, I planted some beets, turnips, and lettuce and spinach. So, and that was, what, Wednesday? I think it was Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. And all of those things are up, and spinach isn't up yet, but all the rest of it is up already. So we can see little seedlings, which is fun. So in that space that had hardly any food, uh, we have all kinds of things coming up in there, which is makes me so happy. It's very cool. And um, it'll be easier for you to weed. Uh, much easier. We have a system that will keep the crabgrass from growing up in the paths. And did we mention it was like 200,000 degrees when oh, we did this? It was awful. Yeah, the, the temperature was awful. We worked way too long. Um, we worked the entire day for actually a couple of days. And then, you know, of course, we had harvests and the other stuff that just normal stuff that had to be done. So every day was a really hot day. And by the end of the week, I was a little bit grouchy because... Um, we're it, tired. Yeah, we were just worn out. But uh, we have a great... I think people can kind of get a good idea of, and I'm excited, you know, I'm kind of getting a vision for how this is going to work. You're just going to do some, we're going to do some random beds. They're not all going to look alike. They're going to go different directions. And, um, you know, I don't know, we may do some round beds and rectangle and square. And um, I, I like that. Yes. I mean, I think that's going to make it very interesting. And, um, you know, just in my head, I'm trying to think, Okay, but I think we're going to get a whole lot more food in those beds than what we're getting in the um, rows right now. Which is amazing and counterintuitive, but very true. Yeah, I'm, I mean, just in that space alone, there's, there's going to be a whole bunch more um, food growing than what we could do before in the weeds, and it'll be a whole lot easier to manage. And that's our goal as we move forward and continue to make improvements around the property is to do things that will cut down labor in the future. So we're investing a lot of labor right now, but it's toward a purpose. Yeah, because we're not getting any younger. I am. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) I may act younger, but... um... (laughs) Physically, I'm starting to feel it, especially on these really hot days. And this year, I'm grateful for the rain because our harvest this season has been the best of any that I can remember um, because we've had so much rain. And I'm grateful for that. But in all of that, that also means that the weeds have really thrived this year. So it's nonstop after the weeds, and I'm just tired of it. So this new gardening system will drastically cut down on weeding. Yes. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, we had another great weekend in the Merck. Oh my, yes. Um, always someone new shows up, and that's always fun to meet new people and find out how they 
uh, come across our farm out here in the middle of, um, I don't know, the country, I guess we'll call it. Some people call it the boondocks. Yeah. I, I just don't think this is the boondocks. I don't I mean, think we're that far off the beaten path. I've been there, so yeah, I'm not saying right. this is not the boondocks. But we're so grateful for everyone who does find us and come out and see us come to the Merck shop, get some great produce, and um, kind of makes me think about the sweet corn this week. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> we had some lovely sweet corn, but it almost didn't happen. It did. Except for our wonderful friend, Jim. Yes. he. Um, well, we were on the way to get sweet corn. We'd worked all day on Thursday or into the... Um, mid-afternoon and we had planned to go get sweet corn which is about almost an hour uh, we pick about an hour from from the farm and um, as we headed north the closer we got to um, the place where we pick it was really starting to get dark so we decided to turn around and I sent Jim a text and said you know we're gonna head back home because we had more stuff still to do at home and um so we didn't get up there to pick corn and they there was a storm um actually we had a pretty good one here more rain than storm a little bit of lightning but um it seemed like a really good decision yes so as we were um turning around and you sent him a text and we thought well we'll just get by without sweet corn this week uh it was not worth getting struck by lightning no but Jim also was watching the weather, and he decided to go ahead and pick some corn for us so that we could just load it up and be ready to go, and he got in the field ahead of the storm. Well, when we had turned around, he said no problem. He'd just bring it by the house on his way home from work. So super nice. It was very nice, and our customers really appreciated it. We really appreciate it. Now, we're not talking that he just picked a couple of ears. Oh, no. He picked about 10 dozen, and um, that was so nice for him to do that. And uh, I think Jim deserves a little bit of cowbell. I agree. Cowbell for Jim. Thank you. And our customers, thank you. Yes. That they had delicious, wonderful, tender, sweet sweet corn again this week and I think we'll still have sweet corn a few more weeks um, so if you're in the area stop by and uh, see what we have so um, we'll be closed Labor Day weekend um, but other than that we are open Fridays and Saturday afternoons and we continue to plan new projects in fact we have some exciting things we're working on. Um, a new product, um, a new item that is going to, um, I think, really give people some insight into your pictures and your um, thoughts that go along with those, some encouragement, some teaching. So, um, you know, just a little teaser about something that's coming in the very near future. Yes, and we get a lot of comments on the the pictures that we post, and 
um, just how pretty the farm is and I appreciate that and it's something we've talked about doing for a while and you are actually working on it right now which is awesome and uh, we'll see you know so that'll be something to look forward to another thing that happened over the weekend is we hit 1,000 sales yes our um, store kind of has order numbers and order number 1,000 I couldn't believe it yeah we've surpassed that already um, but uh, that was so cool because just about I think it was 14 days ago um, we hit 900 so for being open just two days a week we are grateful for that and we appreciate all those who continue to support us um, you can't imagine how happy it makes us because sometimes you know we get a little bit crispy we work really hard to do what we do and um, that is the payoff for us it is and one more thing i want to kind of throw out there as a little plug on monday we recorded a podcast with the well-seasoned librarian oh yes and that will air i believe on the 23rd of august we'll put out a link on all of our social media and uh, email everywhere that we are and it was a really neat conversation um really nice guy we talked about the farm and cats and uh, he had some wonderful questions so yeah that um, was it was fun and he's in the san francisco bay area and um, I think found found you through a writing uh, connection. And um, so he reached out to us and we were excited. So we hope to interview him on our podcast. That would be really fun. It would be. And he agreed. He's ready anytime. Um, we're also going to do some other interviews and Uh, broadcast those so that you're not just listening to the two of us all the time Um, but another one of those technology things I've figured out how to do we just need to set it up now and do it yeah it's again it's about having the time to do it but we squeeze in more than I think any two humans possibly can (laughs) sometimes I think so (laughs) (laughs) it's a matter of working as efficiently as possible and um, just keep our heads down and go after each task that's right so there you have it um busy as always and uh again we appreciate the well-seasoned librarian for giving us an interview on the podcast and look forward to hearing that that's right so until next time see ya see ya thank you for tuning in to this episode of farm chatter the official podcast of five feline farm we hope you enjoyed our show to find out more about our farm products, check out our online store at 5felinefarm.com mercantile. For even more 5 Feline Farm goodness, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our blog at 5felinefarm.com. Until next time. <laughs>